The sports pen lives here on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops with you. Glad that you're along. Ryan Steeg in the studio with me, adjusting the microphone, making sure it's right so we can hear it, his bass at tones. Exactly. I, I would say I'm more of a more of a tenor than uh, an actual bass. So Close enough. Yeah. You're more of a bass. You have the deeper voice. Oh, well, thank you. Good to have you here. How's it going? It's not bad. Uh, it's, it's Friday. It's hockey night. Um, it's the weekend, you know. Uh, it's kind of gloomy out there. It is. But... Uh, it's November, so you kind of expect it. Were you out at the lunch hour? Like, I went out for lunch, and I didn't know what that was that was coming down, because I didn't know if you can classify it as snow, because it felt harder than snow. But they're like these little tiny pellets that are, like, made of soft ice, if that made Like, it felt icy. Like, it didn't feel like it was snow, but it wasn't hard like ice. I didn't know what to call it. So it was like slush? Sleet, almost. Okay. Like little sleet pellets. <sighs> So it's like it doesn't know what what mind it's going to be. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. Like it was a mix between hail and snow. Well, in the in the springtime, you'll get the bizarre rain slash snow, mm. where the weather doesn't know what it wants to be. <laughs> like, is it warm enough to be rain, or mm. is it cold enough to be snow? It's like <laughs> it's like uh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't make up my mind. So you'll get that in the spring. I just called it today. I just called it the devil's dandruff. That seemed like the right name for it. That seemed appropriate. Interesting. Yeah. What makes it the devil's danger? Because it's snow. Okay. It's snow. <laughs> you grew up in Iowa. How do you hate <laughs> snow? It, it doesn't mean I like it. Just being around there, being around, I'm used to it, I guess. So I don't you, know to- you get used you, to it. So it's more like you tolerate it. Than I tolerate you, snow. Yeah. That's where I'm. That's. I, I like it. Like when it first falls. Like when this falls. Like. Thanksgiving, Christmas time. I like it because it creates like a nice atmosphere. That's yeah. kind of what it is. But I'm okay with that at Christmas. I guess I shouldn't say I hate snow. I hate snow before Thanksgiving and like after Valentine's Day. I I I feel the same way. I feel like snow after my birthday is kind of a downer, mm-hmm. and I feel snow before Thanksgiving is also a downer because you know when, when you see like images of Thanksgiving, there's still leaves on the ground. You know, like it's still. You know, a fall atmosphere. Here, fall is dead and has been dead for a few weeks now. So, fall was brief. Yeah. Wasn't it like six weeks? And that was about And the that extent. was still longer than last year. I barely remember last year. <laughs> How sad is that? It's like, I remember certain points in last year, but as a whole, 2018 is just kind of like, a, oh, okay. Kind of flows together at some point. Exactly. I tell you what, we've got a lot to get to today. We've got Northern Michigan hockey to break down. We've got our pick'em standings to update you on. Plus, what happened last night in Cleveland, the fallout from that mayhem. We are going to give away some Northern Michigan hockey tickets. We've got giveaways coming up on the show. We're going to do our first pair here in about 15 minutes or so when we transition over to hockey. That one, okay, here, I should go over this first. We are going to give away, in total, Eight tickets for this weekend's Northern Michigan Hockey Series against Alaska. Two of them tonight, and then two, uh, excuse me, three sets of two for tomorrow night's game. We're going to start with the ones coming up for tonight in about 15 minutes. That'll be a trivia question. The other three, just first to contact us, first to call in after we give the signal, which will be in about the back end of the show. So... Don't forget, don't don't forget to tune into that coming up here because it's going to be a fun series. Alaska, they're not the same team they used to be. It's so. What's the signal like? You're just going to say call in. I'm going to say when I give the signal, <laughs> call in now, and okay. then I'll give them the number. And the first three that do are going to get tickets. Pairs of two. You're going to do like a code, like a code, like caca, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, or like 
I don't know. The mongoose has ended. <laughs> how, the, how about the code is after we do the trivia question to get the go. ones for tonight, okay, okay. then it's open season. Oh, they want to call in for tomorrow's uh, tickets. Three yeah. pairs of two, so four winners in total yep. over the course of the next hour. Yeah, um, but getting back to it's going to be an interesting series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, Northern's big concern, if you read my preview during the week, came out Wednesday morning. Uh, Northern's problem right now is their defense. They've shown that they can score. They're averaging just under four goals a game, which is probably the best offensive team I've seen since I've started covering them. Mm-hmm. They're efficient. Everybody's scoring. Um, the freshmen, sophomores are doing really well. They're getting some senior support. Um, but Northern's big problem is they can't keep the puck out of their own net. Yeah. I mean, last week against St. Cloud, they gave up eight goals, gave up a lot to Ferris. They fell behind... That, Huntsville was a little better, but they still fell behind and had to rally on, on Friday and then, you know, let Huntsville stay in it when they shouldn't have on Saturday. It, I don't know what exactly it is, but uh, another problem is they start slow. Yeah. Um, they've been giving up the leading goal, which they can't afford to do night after night. And Grant's also told me we can't expect goals to just magically happen. Mm. You know, you can't expect that you're going to make a huge comeback in the third period like they did Saturday, mm-hmm. or the gift that they had on Friday with the five-on-three, five-minute power play. But you can't just assume every game you're going to be able to score a lot, and because you're going to run into a good goaltender. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last week Hernick was okay; he's a decent goaltender. Yeah. Huntsville has their goaltenders aren't great. Ferris, their defense, their goaltender isn't that great, but. BU had a good goalie, and you, you're going to face some tougher competition. You know, there's a lot of good goalies in the WCHA. Cornell's got a good goalie when mm-hmm. they go out there, so you can't just expect you're going to pump in four. You're going to be able to rally and fall behind, you know, <laughs> like four one or three nothing, and be able to rally. It just it's not going to work for you. I tell you what, let's update our pick'em standings while we have a moment here. Last night. Two of us picked Cleveland. That was Jake Durant, Tyree Smith. Everyone else had Pittsburgh. So I'm 33 and 18. Ryan, you're 31 and 20. I've got Jacksonville, New England, the Rams, and the Chiefs for the rest of the week. You've got Indy, New England, the Rams, and Kansas City. Still feel good about those? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty good with my picks. I never pick Cleveland, so no. that's my standard. But uh, <laughs> you know, other than that, I I'm pretty confident. I don't usually change unless something like big injury happens mm-hmm. or like some suspension. So. Well, we got that from last night. Yeah. (laughs) I'm wanting to see what's going to happen for Pittsburgh. Because they're going to get some suspensions, too. They're going to get some fines, some suspensions. Marquise Pouncey already got three games for kicking. (laughs) Kicking Miles Garrett in the head while he was on the ground. That comes after Miles Garrett ripped the helmet off Mason Rudolph, Steelers quarterback, and then tried to bash his skull in with it with eight seconds left in a game that was already decided. What's Mason Rudolph's penalty going to (laughs) be? Because people are overlooking what he did. He did kind of instigate it. At the same time, though, you can't just lose your cool to the point where you're trying. No, to no, you can't. You know, he didn't. Des- he didn't deserve that. But I figured he needs at least a game because he, he was. Something. Yeah, because he's sitting there ripping off the guy's helmet before he gets bashed in, mm-hmm. and then apparently need him in the groin yeah. <laughs> at one point. He did. Yeah. So if you see the replays, he was into it more, and then Garrett went across the line excessively. Right. So, right. I mean. Even if a guy does that, you don't deserve to like physically assault him with an object, mm. like especially something heavy with a helmet. But 
you know, Pouncey deserves it. You know, Mason Rudolph at least needs a game mm-hmm. because the replay show they do is heavily involved more than the innocent guy that he tried to play in the right. post game. It's Bush League. No, what you did was Bush League too. <laughs> His was physical assault. You pulled a Bush League play. There's a difference. Miles Garrett could be arrested on the street for doing what you did. Mm-hmm. You and the game would probably get, you know, beat up by an opposing team player <laughs> if you did what you did. And they caught it on the cameras better than they did. So I mean, was Rudolph innocent? Absolutely not. Did he no, deserve to get cracked in the with his own helmet? No, no he no. didn't either. It's like it's like uh what's a good analogy for this? It's like somebody uh breaking your T V and that means it's justifiable that you get to hit him with your car. That's an interesting analogy. <laughs> I, I, I would say, like, um, you're playing, like, pick up basketball, and someone, like, shoves you into your garage mm-hmm. or something like that, and you hurt your arm, and then your response is to grab the hoop and throw it at <laughs> You know, and drill him in the face mm-hmm. with it. So it's like... What the first guy did was wrong, but compared to what the second guy did, it's nowhere near as close. So I would expect Rudolph's going to get hit with something. Mm. I don't know how it's bad it's going to be, but he is on video. And what the NFL loves more than anything is if it's on video, because then mm-hmm. they can determine. So I think he'll at least get a game. Um, and I think, uh, you know, Garrett's already gone. But uh, He's done for this year. And I loved how the league statement said, the suspension's indefinite. But he will not play this year in the regular season or playoffs. I'm like, LOL, playoffs for the Browns. Yeah. I mean, it goes without saying. Yeah. It's like, you know, say, like if the uh, someone from the Bengals got suspended, he will miss the playoffs <laughs> this year. It's like, aren't they still winless? It's like, so what do you... <laughs> it's like, I, you may imagine that you're going to make the playoffs. It makes him feel better. The rest of his Browns teammates are going to play as many playoff games as him this year. Yeah, so... There's that uh, team bonding experience, mm. you know. We'll, we'll support Miles by not succeeding on the, on the football <laughs> field. So there you go. And, you know, they did look fairly good last night. Baker looked really good against a defense that had been surging the last few weeks. Even in his post game, he didn't try to duck anything. He was honest. He was mature. Baker looked mature both on and off the field last night. And all that gets overshadowed by what happened late in the game. Yeah, and uh, that's unfortunate because he played better. He was actually, for a guy that doesn't really get along with the media and looks really, I don't know, immature at times, he you know, look composed, and he held the situation a lot easier. And uh, But his performance was overshadowed by a, a few cheap shots and a physical assault with a helmet and a guy getting kicked in the face, mm-hmm. and it just... I mean, what a debacle. If he did that on the street, he'd be looking at 10 years, something yeah. like that. Yeah, if, if he did that, he'd be arrested and probably at least... Well, depending on... I don't know, depending on where you're at and where the right. courts are at, it's hard to predict, you know, but, uh, you know, that would happen to him, and, uh, you know, I could see if they investigated more, um, if they, if you got eyewitnesses saying, you know, like, what Rudolph did, then, you know, he might get arrested and probably a heavy fine or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe like a night in jail or something like that, and then you flip it to... Ponzi did, who also physically assaulted someone. I could see him spending, <laughs> you know, a night in jail. So it's just an absolute debacle. This wasn't like a typical 
NFL or any kind of scrum. It's just like guys shoving each other. Maybe a punch or so will mm-hmm. be thrown, but that's it. Yep. But this was like a brawl that you'd see like in the streets, you know, like that spill out of the bar like at 1 a.m. or something. Of course, these guys were a lot more coordinated. Right. And, you know, it's like there's kind of a standard for each sport when it comes to fighting. Hockey people love it. You know, I get people saying that it was embarrassing what happened last night with the NFL. That wasn't a normal fight. Like we saw Andre Johnson and Cortland Finnegan like seven years ago. You remember that? Yeah. That was more like a par for the course, like used to be as bad as it would get in the NFL kind of fight. This was something a lot different. Like nobody complains about the NHL being embarrassing when there's a fight on the ice or when baseball has a benches clearing brawl. Nobody says, you know, this is an embarrassment to the game I love. Even when they had that fight seven years ago or any other really in recent memory, uh, Albert Hainsworth, you know, people didn't say then that was embarrassing for football. Last night was embarrassing for football. Yeah, because it got really out of control and it involved a lot more people than just one guy. Like Hainsworth got suspended for basically himself stepping on a guy's face Mm -hmm. this is like three guys who went at it one who goaded a guy into it one another guy who physically assaulted someone with a helmet and then another guy who kicked a guy in the face so it's like it it was just a massive thing rather than just some guy being a jerk it was three guys basically losing their minds at the same time and uh it's and the weird thing is, it's two bad teams. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like two good teams that maybe are heated rivals mm-hmm. that went at it. You know, I mean, does that even exist? Are, are, there's a there's a side note. Are there any true rivalries that still exist in the NFL? Um, it's a good question. I mean, like it's Vikings Packers. There's, I mean, Vikings Packers. There's Packers Bears. There's, I mean, the NFC East teams. You know, all the beef with the Cowboys. Yep. But it's like. Like, legitimately, like, in college, there's Auburn, Alabama, there's Michigan, Ohio State. It's really intense and heated. Whereas the NFL, it's like, you know, you you don't like the other team, but it's not (laughs) like there's an intense hatred where people are blowing up Paul Feinbaum's, you know, radio show (laughs) to rant about the other team's fans. It's It's just weird, and it's two bad teams. Yeah, I know... You know, the Browns and Steelers maybe had this beef back in the day, but that was like the 70s and 80s. Right. So it's it's just weird to see two, one terrible team going at it with one mediocre at best team. So. Even if it was one good team and one bad team, could you imagine if Miles Garrett did that to Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Um, We'd be talking about how Roger Goodell sent him to the chair last <laughs> night. Immediately after the game, he would have gotten the electric chair. Yeah. Uh, bare minimum kicked out of the league. Mm. Probably Goodell flying assault charges <laughs> simply because, I don't know, he was within five feet of Tom Brady or, you know, five feet of Aaron Rodgers. It's just, I, it was, an, it was a mess. It, it took away a decent performance from Baker Mayfield. It just, it was like a gigantic black eye mm-hmm. for the NFL. And uh, we'll see what happens. Um, it, it isn't done. No. You know, everybody thinks, you know, after Miles Garrett, it's like, no, there's going to be more and more oh, yeah. that's coming out. Guys who left the bench, they're all going to get fined. Yeah. The NFL has got a lot to sort through. What is the appropriate punishment for Miles Garrett? We know he's going to miss the last six games of this year. To me, he has to miss at least the first part of next season or the NFL hasn't adequately done its job. I would say probably the rest of this season, maybe the first half of next, like mm-hmm. the first eight games. Yeah. Um, 
depending on when their bye week is, mm-hmm. you know, um, I think that'll play a role too. Because it's like if their bye week's like week four, then you're gonna have to reconfigure some stuff. But um, that's what I would go with. Um, it's just, it's really terrible that this all happened, and uh, yeah, I uh, I think <laughs> I think. The rest of the year and half the next year is probably adequate, um, and it, it just depends on how hard they want to come on it. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Stieg with you. Let's take our first time out. When we come back, we're going to talk Northern Michigan hockey, and we're going to give away Northern tickets for tonight's game. we got a trivia question for tonight's game, and then we'll get to the rest as we go. Get your phones ready. We're going to take calls when we come back on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Stieg with you. Glad that you're along this Friday afternoon. You want to go to hockey tonight. You want to get Northern Michigan hockey tickets. And, you know, we've got some for tomorrow as well. This is your chance. Now, here are the rules. I'm going to give you the trivia question. First one to call in gets the two tickets for tonight's game. 707 puck drop against Alaska. It's going to be a fun one. Ryan and I are going to break it down here in a little bit. This is what you're going to do. Once you call in, I'm going to give you the number in a moment. We'll have you on air. We'll chat, what have you. Send me your information. Email it to my email, tanner at espnup.com. I will get your information to the NMU box office. You can pick up the tickets at the box office tonight. Again, that email, tanner at espnup.com. Send me your information. I'll send it to the Northern Michigan box office, and you can pick up your tickets tonight at Will Call. Here is your trivia question. Call in any time while Ryan and I are discussing. On this day in 2011, Coach Mike Krzyzewski became the all-time winningest head coach in college basketball history. Who did he dethrone? Number to call in, 906-226-4570. 906-226-4570. First correct caller gets a pair of Northern Michigan hockey tickets for tonight. Who did Mike Krzyzewski dethrone as the all-time winningest college basketball coach this day in 2011? It's a lot that happened on this day back in history, Ryan. Drake came out with his Take Care album. Space Jam came out in 96. Yeah, we got a segment coming up. We got a segment on Space Jam. That'll be interesting. (laughs) So Um, we've got hockey tonight. We've got Alaska coming to town. We saw them last during the tournament last year and swept them out in two games. But they're a revamped team. They've got some pretty good wins so far this year. Here's a trivia question. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see uh, if nobody gets this one. Like if nobody calls in and has this, we'll see if this will help. Uh, If nobody calls in, I'll add the the question. There you go. But uh, yeah. Alaska, we were talking about this as hockey writers, and we were like, is this like an inspirational year? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, your team's on the verge of this being their last ever season. Like, do you want to go out with a bang? And maybe that's, I mean, even Anchorage is playing better yeah. than they typically have. So, you know, Fairbanks has, they swept Tech. They shut out number eight Penn State after getting shellacked 7 nothing the night before. Mm-hmm. They shut them out 4 nothing. They beat Arizona State, who made it to the NCAA tournament last year. So they're just, they're a better team than uh, um, people might expect. It's going to be interesting. We have got a caller. Caller, who are you? Where are you from? I'm Jeff from Ishpering. What's up, Jeff? Who, do, you know, do you know the answer for our question? Uh, is it Adolph Rupp? 
It is not Adolf Rupp. Appreciate okay. you calling in, though, Jeff. Thank you for listening as well. All right. All right, All right. so thank you. I appreciate it. Um, well, we got... Somebody, we got somebody. Somebody tried it, and I appreciate that. Keep get, keep uh, keep calling in. Keep giving us your answers. Again, the question is, who did Mike Krzyzewski dethrone as the sport's all-time winningest head coach? Division One college basketball. He did so this day in 2011. Should we... Uh... If we don't have one, should we drop hints after a while? Oh, yeah, we'll keep dropping hints after <laughs> day. Yeah. Hey, Adolph Rupp was a good guess, though. Yeah, that was actually really like, good. Like, a lot of people wouldn't guess that or know very much about him. You think of more recent coaches. Yeah, I mean, Adolph Rupp had the record for quite a while, mm-hmm. you know, before he got passed. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, legendary Kentucky coach, Coach Pat Riley. Ooh. <laughs> it's not Pat Riley, but No, it's not Pat Riley. <laughs> Pat Riley's more of an NBA thing. Yeah, another uh, caller. Okay. What's up, caller? What's your name, and where are you listening from? Well, this is Jeff again. Can I try again? <laughs> yes, you can try again, Jeff. Uh, is it Dean Smith? It is not Dean Smith. You're getting good answers, though. <laughs> How about John Wooden? It is not John Wooden. Well, then I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for calling, Jeff. I appreciate okay. you. Okay, thanks. Thank you. Uh, I, some good guesses, though. Yeah, um... There, he's around. Yeah. The right, he's like getting the right area. He's in the right area, absolutely. Yeah, yeah so uh, that's going to be... It's, it's kind of a difficult question. I mean, if you find... I mean, if you follow college basketball pretty regularly, maybe it'll sink in. But if like... But uh, getting back to what I was talking about with hockey, <laughs> where that kind of got derailed. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Alaska's got... They're like... They're not as big of a thorn in the side of like Huntsville is with NMU, but they always play them tough. It's always a close game, and it's just, you know, if you remember the playoff series last year, I mean, people thought NMU was just going to steamroll them, mm-hmm. and Alaska pushed them, especially in that first game. I mean, you needed a game-winning goal and an extra session to pull it off, so it was, uh, it was they're going to be a tough team to beat this weekend. I think, statistically, based on Northern's offense, you think that this should be a sweep Should for Northern be. by you know on paper, but like I said, in, uh, Alaska's they beat Penn State, they swept Tech and Houghton, which isn't exactly an easy task no. to do, and uh, they beat Arizona State. So this is a team not to be messed with, and uh, with a team that's struggling defensively like Northern is, maybe if Alaska gets its offense going, its offense going, which necessarily isn't that great, but. If they somehow come together, it could be a very interesting series. Number is 906-226-4570. Call in. Let us know who did Mike Krzyzewski dethrone on this day in 2011 as a sports all-time winningest head coach. That is college basketball. How about the goaltending situation, Ryan? What's goaltending look like for Alaska? Goaltending is, unlike other teams, um, you know, it's a little more consistent with them. Excuse me a second, Ryan. Okay. What's up, caller? Pat Summit. Pat Summit is not it. I give you credit for that answer, though. I do give you credit for that one. I like are, it. Are you are you looking are you looking for men for men's or all, or all time for men's basketball? Okay, all right. I appreciate yeah, you though. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we uh, we're in a lot of calls. We are. We, we should, should some good calls here. We should 
give away tickets more often. I know. We, we, we got to do more of these ticket giveaways. I like this. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see, uh, you know, online after the show to see how many people sure. try to cash in. Um, but, yeah, uh, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, well, we'll get to uh, Northern's goaltending situation was a little more interesting, I think, is the fact that Northern's still going through its cycling thing where each guy plays one night. Kent will play what seems to be the routine is Hawthorne plays Friday and Kent plays Saturday. Uh, Grant kind of got into that thing, and he's kind of sticking with that. So I think he's going to keep going with it. Um, maybe if one of them plays really well this weekend, like you know pitches a shutout or just looks locked down, I think you might start to see one start to take over. I think the Tech one will be really pivotal, mm. b- more so because... Who's going to step up against the arch rival? Like, if enemy sweeps Tech, you know, who played the best? Right. Now, Grant's told me he's prepared to go through Thanksgiving and potentially even through Christmas without not... Like, I think he wants to have it decided by Christmas. It'd be nice, I think. But he's also prepared for it. Because, I mean, there's been a lot of teams that switched goalies late Mm. into the year. I mean, I think... New Hampshire back in 03, when they went to the championship game, they were switching goalies up until the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. So, and even going into the, the Frozen Four, people are wondering who's going to play that weekend. So it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one. Yeah, another caller in the line. Let's let's give it a shot. What's up, caller? What's your name? Where are you from? This is Harold from Ishpeming. Hey, Harold from Ishpeming. How are you doing? Appreciate you being on. And uh, good. How's what, what do you think? What are you thinking here? We got Bob Knight. It is Bob Knight. Harold from Ishpeming has it. Harold, this is what I'll have you do. Email me your information, tanner at ESPNUP.com, and I will pass that on to the Northern Box Office. They'll have their tickets waiting for you tonight at the box office. What time's the game? 7.07, puck drop. And that's tanner at ESPN.com? Tanner at ESPN.com. All right. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening, Harold. Well, we got it. We got it. Bob Knight. You know, at uh, my hint was going to be uh, he's a very angry guy. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, just said something about yeah, a chair? Yeah, it involved a chair at some point in his career. Um, so you know, we'll, well, well, I'm hoping we can do this more. Often. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this that'd be fun. kind of that'd be kind of fun if we did this. Uh, but uh, you know, it was successful. We do got to take a break. But we're going to give away more tickets when we come back. I do want to do a segment. That gives me an idea for a segment, not just like ticket giveaways. But how far did Bobby Knight throw that chair? I, I don't know if I know the answer. But maybe a good segment would be who can throw a chair farther. We'll be, uh, yeah, that'll be uh, an interesting segment uh, for next time. Let's take a time out when we come back. One of the most iconic movies ever released on this day. Turns 23 today. Next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. Sports Pen on ESPN-UP. Tanner Hoops, Ryan Steig with you. Glad to have you along. Before the Sports Center update, our GM Tom Mogish popped his head in here during the break. Ryan, I don't know. Did I give the wrong email? Did I say Tanner at ESPN.com? Yeah, you did. I did? Why did you stop me? Because I didn't know what your email was either. Harold from Ishpeming, if you're listening, I apologize. I don't know where my brain is today. Tanner at ESPNUP.com. Tanner at Uh ESPNUP. 
There you go. I apologize, Harold, if you're listening. If you know Harold from Mishpeming, make sure he gets that message. Or anybody who has to, who ends up getting the tickets, too. So. <laughs> Here is your Sports Center update. Mike Trout and Cody Bellinger have been named most valuable players in their respective leagues. A disorderly conduct charge against Toronto Maple Leafs forward Austin Matthews has been thrown out by an Arizona judge. And speaking of judges, finally, three judges in Indiana have been placed on administrative leave without pay after a drunken 3 a.m. trip to an Indianapolis strip club turned into a five-person brawl in a White Castle parking lot that resulted in two of the judges getting shot. I used to live in Indy, and I know where that White Castle is. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? That's great. Two of the judges ended up getting shot, and now they're paid, uh, placed on unpaid administrative leave. Yeah, and uh, isn't there one of them has assault charges now against yep. him? So, yeah. <laughs> so, I know where that White Castle is, and I know due to planning, I know the general location where that circle <laughs> is. Um, living in a big city benefits you. But I've actually driven past that White <laughs> Castle, so I know the general place where it is. I tell you what, Tanner Hoops, Ryan Steig with you. We still have six more tickets to give away. Northern Michigan hockey tickets. Again, Harold Tanner at ESPN. UP.com. Uh, we still have six tickets to get away. We're going to have three different call-in opportunities. No trivia question this time. Just first come, first serve tickets to Northern Michigan Hockey tomorrow night, 906-226-4570. 906-226-4570. Call in and claim some Northern Hockey tickets for tomorrow night. That's a 607 puck drop. Why did they do Saturdays at 607? Do you know? No, that's weird. I still don't know a reason why. <laughs> Because like a, a lot of teams do that. Maybe it's to get. I've often wondered. Maybe it's uh, for teams traveling on the road to get mm-hmm. them on the road maybe faster. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially if they're traveling long distance or they're flying in. Let's say they have a flight that they need to get to. Um, maybe you can get them out faster unless unless it's a playoff game and <laughs> it's. That's not so great. 906-226-4570. Call in. First come, first serve for Northern Hockey Tickets. But I tell you what, Ryan, the movie Space Jam turns 23 years old today. It's one of my favorite movies ever. Oh, yeah. It's great. It really is. Hoosiers turned 33 yesterday. Space Jam, 23 today. So to commemorate it, ESPN, the mothership, came out with somewhat of a game where you've got $10, you know, you get this board, and each character is worth certain amounts of money, and you've got $10 to build a starting lineup for the Space Jam squad. And now I don't totally agree with how ESPN set it up, but that's what we have to work with. They're the bosses. So this is what I'm going to do, is I'm going to give you, Ryan, the opportunity to build your own Toon Squad team from Space Jam. Okay. All right, so this this is the... Line, I guess. I don't know. The money line, that's not the right term, but it sounds right. For $1, you have Yosemite Sam, Wiley Coyote, and Porky Pig. For 2 it's Daffy Duck, Sylvester the Cat, and Elmer Fudd. For line 3, Marvin the Martian, the Roadrunner, and Pepe Le Pew. Marvin the Martian was the ref. He didn't even play. No, there's a flaw there. And why is Bugs Bunny only worth $4, not 5 He's on the $4 line with Tweety and Foghorn Leghorn. And then the $5 line was Lola Bunny, the Tasmanian Devil, and Bill Murray. 
Okay, here's here's the needs to switch around. One, Marvin the Martian doesn't even belong on there because no. he, you know it was Stan Podolak. No, where's Stan Podolak? <laughs> he actually scored. <laughs> you know, scored. got inflated. <laughs> you know, but he got flattened, fired, inflated, flattened, and then he scored. Yeah, I mean it worked for him, but uh, and Bugs needs to be higher up than Taz. Yeah, he does. I mean, what did Taz do? <laughs> I mean, did, did, did the Tasmanian Devil really contribute in that game? I know he started, mm-hmm. but I mean. I mean, did he really do anything? He was like he was like the Sean Bradley monster <laughs> who was like physically present but didn't really do anything. Um, I probably I was torn about this. Yeah. I'm go- you got to take a 5. Yeah. So I'm going with Lola Bunny. Okay. She was good. Just because I think she's actually the best player in the court. Yeah, other than other than, other than Jordan, you know, um even Bill Murray, I mean I l- let's be real here. <laughs> Bill's cameo is more for humor and, than talent. Hey, Bill could have made could have made the NBA. You heard him. Yeah, he heard. So yeah, um, I would probably go with the Roadrunner. Really? Just because of its speed? He's fast. All right. Yeah, you can get to the basket. Um, you know, can steal the ball really well. I mean, it's a pretty much he can do a lot for you on the court. I mm-hmm. mean, people and. His communication skills aren't great, the whole beep-beep thing, but maybe everybody can understand what he was going with. And then I'm going with Daffy Duck. Really? Because defense is key in on Daffy. (laughs) You know, Daffy, I mean, he even starts the game by saying, let's all laugh at the duck, because everybody focuses on him. Mm -hmm. The defense is going to go to him because they just assume he's going to fail and he's going to give up the ball, you know, so... I would go with those two. I was tempted to substitute maybe a Wiley Coyote and a Porky Pig kind mm-hmm. of a thing, but I mean, or uh, maybe put Bugs in there. But uh, I don't know. I think Bugs and Lola's relationship is going to create a distraction. Right. Yeah. I can believe it. You wouldn't put Marvin the Martian in there. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he was the ref. I mean, he was the ref. He didn't You're the ref on your payroll. Yeah, and he didn't even control the game. He got elbowed <laughs> aside by Charles Barkley's. <laughs> Okay, and did the monsters? That's why I don't like about that movie. Did the monsters not have like the most random '90s NBA players? Like when I think of the '90s NBA, I don't think of like Sean Bradley or you know, who's the other Charlotte Hornet? I forget his name. Bugsy Bogues? No, the the other one. Larry I Johnson. Bugsy, Larry Johnson. That's it. Well, I think Larry Johnson had the Grandma Ma commercials, so you had the marketing okay, thing right, right there. Uh, and Bugsy Bogues, you know, was short, mm-hmm. so you got you got that element there. And I think Sean Bradley's just a tall, gangly-looking guy, mm-hmm. so they had that character in mind. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe George Mirasan from the Bullets <laughs> could maybe have contributed there. But uh, Barkley, of course, he's got star power. Barkley, and Ewing, Ewing. Was, Ewing was big in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But uh, and, and eventually, sadly, didn't he end his career with the magic or something uh, like that? right. That's a sign that you've been in the league too long. <laughs> if you're ending your career with the magic, you've been in the do, league too do, long. Have you seen that photo, that hilarious photo, where it has Hakeem Olajuwon with the Raptors and Patrick Ewing with the magic, and you're just like, this is just sad. Oh, it's like Jordan with the Wizards. Yeah, it's like, you're, no, you're, you retire and be done with it, dude. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'd go with. What's your team? My team would be, I'm with you that you have to have Lola Bunny out there. I always liked Marvin the Martian, but I don't know that I want to pay $3 for him. And that means <laughs> he's, I have he's to a one. He's a one. He could, if I could get him for one, I'd probably do it. 
I'd probably get Stan on there, Stan Podolak, if I could. If you could. If I could, yeah, because he seems like he's got a good drop step once yeah. he gets in the low post, and he can back a defender down if need be. Although, he may not be very tall, but no. he's slow. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a dork. And he's a dork. <laughs> Who else is on here that I'd like? Um, did, the, did Sylvester do anything? Did the he, cat do anything? He, he scored, but the problem was he kept getting distracted by Tweety Bird. Oh, that's right. Didn't he, the ball hit him in the stomach, or he got shot? Maybe both. I don't know. There's a lot of disastrous things <laughs> that happened. Sam, I can get him for a dollar. I'll take yeah. him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Pepe Le Pew. I mean, didn't he? He he didn't he gas the entire team. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Right. So I mean, there, he can contribute more as a defensive player. Right. Did Foghorn Leghorn really do anything? I feel like that was wasted potential. Yeah, wasted potential. And four bucks for that guy? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Way overpriced. He's he's too minimum. If I could get Lola Bunny and Bill Murray the same, like if I could do it, I'd do it. Yeah, but then I'm out of money. Yeah, and I don't know uh, what we do after that. Yeah, and I mean, as good as they are, you can't just have two people on a team. I kind of want to get Bill Murray though. Yeah, like if you're gonna take Lola Bunny, I'd probably take Bill Murray. Like if we were doing this draft style. <laughs> huh. <laughs> what if you could trade? Can you imagine doing that? Ooh, trade for like? Could I trade? Lola, the yeah. orange monster. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get the monster players yeah. in there. And maybe add not their NBA players in, in st- as in addition to the monsters. You know, like put Lola up with, uh, I don't know, Charles Barkley and see what happens there, you know. Because uh, that was Barkley in his prime. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this is when Barkley was like a star. Not when he went to the Rockets and it was kind of sad. You know, you know who would have been great in that movie was Dennis Rodman. Oh, he would have been a perfect Oh, would he be great? I'm, yeah. I'm kind of surprised Scottie Pippen wasn't in it. That's kind of a blow to him. I don't know if they... Well, I know, but he was such a big name. Clyde Drexler wasn't in it. They had some better 90s guys than the yeah, guys that they ended up using. very much so. But here's the question for the LeBron version. Who's in it? I think they announced that, didn't they? Yeah, but like who's... I mean, are they the right guys? That's the question. Right. Well, that could be a segment for next week. Are these the right guys? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you what, before we hit the break, once again, we are giving away Northern Michigan hockey tickets for tomorrow night. 6.07 start against Alaska. 906-226-4570. No trivia questions. Just first come, first serve. Too bad. I had a good one. (laughs) You did have a good one. You want to share it anyway? Oh, sure. Sure. Okay. They're playing Alaska Fairbanks. Okay. Okay. In last year's playoffs, who scored the winning game in game one? Who scored the winning game, game one goal, goal in double overtime? Oof. That's a good one. Do you know it? I I remember listening to that game. <laughs> I, I'm i having trouble remembering who it was. it Lochran? No. It was not Lochran. How about... He's on the team still. Okay. I was going to guess Denver next, but it... How about that? Um, <laughs> this is a toughie. Was it Nardi? Joe Nardi. It was the Italian <laughs> stallion. The Italian stallion, as <laughs> Phil Ballou calls him. I tell you what, I, I love this team that Northern has right now. Like Such characters, 
and still really good at hockey. Really entertaining. Yes, very much so. They're fun to watch. They're worth the watch if you get the chance. Let's take our last time out. We'll come back. We'll have the Friday Funnies to finish it off next on ESPN-UP. Check out the UP's live and local sports talk show, The Sports Pen. Weekday afternoons at 4 on ESPN-UP and on the ESPN-UP app. If you missed any of today's show or our coaches' show, which is going to air again in about 15 minutes once we sign off, you can get caught up on demand with The Sports Pen podcast or The Coaches' Show podcast. Get our free mobile app from the Apple iStore or Google Play or look up ESPNUP.com and get the on-demand there. We got hockey coming up here in a little bit. Again, call in. You want free tickets for tomorrow? Nothing you got to do other than pick up the phone and call 906-226-4570. We can have at most three uh, three winners here in the next 15 minutes or so. And we got a bite. We got somebody. <laughs> Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, this is Jeff calling back again. Hey, Jeff. <laughs> Good to hear from you again. I appreciate you. I'm going to give you the right email. I'm going to make sure to do it, and uh, I hope you have fun at, uh, at hockey tomorrow. Go ahead and email me your information, Tanner, at ESPNUP.com. Okay, thanks a lot. Appreciate you listening, Jeff. Have fun tomorrow. All right. Thanks. All right, thank you. All right, so we got one pair off the board. Jeff has two tickets coming his way to hockey tomorrow night. We can still have two more. Hi, like Jeff. I'm glad he I'm glad Yeah, he, 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 he put a lot of effort into I this. Like i got to give him that. Yeah. Uh, can you imagine if Jeff Olson from Ishpeming was actually calling in? <laughs> you think Jeff, Jeff Olson listens to the show? For a brief second when he said Jeff from Ishpeming, I, 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 I was like, really? <laughs> but, uh, you know, good for him. He's going to have a fun time at uh, Saturday's. The weird thing is, is um, enemy tends to play better on Saturdays, so he actually might see a better performance. <laughs> so there you go. Last week was the outlier. We hope that flips around. Hey, before I let you get to the funnies, I did want to ask you, because I know it's pertinent up here, it's the battle for the mitten, not only football tomorrow at noon with Sparty and the Wolverines, but on the ice, too. They played last night, they're taking tonight off, and then they go again tomorrow. That's kind of weird. Yeah, and apparently I found oh, out... Oh, we got another bite. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, Mark from Marquette. Uh, thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Uh, go ahead and email me your information, Tanner at ESPNUP.com, and hope you have a great time tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks for listening, Mark. One more. One more pair of tickets for tomorrow night's Northern Michigan hockey game. Up for grabs, 906-226-4570. It's going to be the better game. <laughs> like I said, probably because Northern plays better on Saturdays. But uh, it, um, where were we at? We were talking about <laughs> Jeff Wilson for a little bit, and then we started talking about hockey again. We started talking about Michigan and Michigan yes, State, we did. And how yeah. they took a night off after last night's game. Sparty with a good win. Yeah, at, uh, Michigan State, as people probably saw in the first series of the year, Michigan State's much improved mm-hmm. this year. Um, and um, on a side note, apparently Yost is uh, difficult to deal with for a really? media members. No, uh, for media members. Um, oh, okay. Because it's an older arena. <laughs> I can't remember. It was like the SID, I think, maybe for the Gophers was at the game. And he had to be stuck, like, directly behind a post. Oh, no. <laughs> and he could only see, like, one period of the game. So, uh yeah, it, it's tough if you're in the box at Yost. But, uh, you know, good for Michigan State. They uh, are much improved this year, and mm-hmm. Michigan is, I don't know, with Mel They're Pearson's struggling. team. I uh, They made the Frozen Four his first year. Mm-hmm. And, and they completely bought them. Yeah, they fell last apart year last they year. They completely fell apart last year. We'll see what happens. It's still a long season. There's a long way to go. And they are 0-4-1 in Big Ten play to start things out. So it's not encouraging. Big Ten's, no. Big Ten's tough. No. 
Not at all. <laughs> I tell you what. Let's get to the Friday funnies here. What do you have, Ryan? Um, did you oh, see... Oh, sorry to cut you off again. Nah, Last ticket's right. going off the board. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Tanner, this is uh, Harold from Ishmael. Harold from... Thank you, Harold. I'm so glad that you called back. I yeah, gave you... You realized I gave you the wrong email. Yeah. I apologize, Harold. I don't know. It's been a long week. I apologize. Tanner at ESPNUP.com. ESPNUP. All right. I, that's on Thank me, you. Harold. Have a great time at the game tonight. All right. All right. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. That makes me feel better. There you go. That makes me feel a lot better. Go on on the <laughs> go on go on on the high note. Um, where's that? Uh, let's start with. Did you see when the Astros scandal came out with the? Uh, you know, they're stealing signs thing. Well, apparently Jeopardy had a sign-stealing clue in the category. Mm-hmm. And shortly after that, the Astro story broke. So it was almost like they were predicting Jeopardy-wise what was going to happen later in the day. I, I'm leaning with that because I'm just i I'm a huge Jeopardy fan, and mm-hmm. I think it was like Trebek had a beautiful mind <laughs> predicting in the future. Um, you know Colorado's mascot? They have a live buffalo, and it's getting retired because it's too... Why? It's too, am- awesome. it's too rambunctious. They're going to get another one, Rambunch. but uh, it, it apparently is running way too fast for the handlers to handle, mm. and it's not responding to the handlers' cues, and apparently is very angry a lot, <laughs> and is not easy to deal with. So it's being retired, and they're going to bring in a new buffalo. Oh, that's going to solve things. Yeah. Yeah. A new buffalo, probably a younger one, is going to be less rambunctious. Yes. You know, you got to have a rookie rather than the veteran, <laughs> you know, in there. Um, dear Geno Smith's math logic, uh, when he called heads in overtime, mm-hmm. he said he called heads because Russell Wilson called tails. And in his mind, mathematically, the odds favor you when you go in the opposite direction the second time around. Is that true? It's a 50-50 chance, so I don't know. <laughs> With the coin. <laughs> so I'm not sure his math logic is in there, and uh, but it's like, what? The odds are going to change with a coin. Yes. <laughs> it's I, 50-50 odds. It's every time. Gino graduated college, and he was never the same. His career is coming up a little bit after 2013 when he was you know, drinking his lunches through a straw. Yeah. Couldn't, get my, couldn't have gotten much worse than that. No, it, uh, things have gone downhill for poor Geno Smith. <laughs> Did you see that clip uh, where that guy got catfish out of the hole? No. Okay, so, you know, people like catfish are found in weird locations. So this one guy, um, I, I can't remember the actual name for um, catfish hunting where they like stick their hands in the mouth and mm-hmm. try to get it. But So what the guy did is he had a hole. He dropped a raw egg in there. Poured, dumped Mentos in there, and poured a two-liter bottle of Coke in there, mm. and the catfishes came to the surface, <laughs> and he reached out and grabbed, like, two of them. Mm. And I was trying to figure it out, and apparently the eggs attract the catfish, mm. and then the Mentos-Coke combination creates a lot of carbon dioxide, so the fish come to the surface so they can get oxygen, and then you can grab them out. And so, if you're in... Going for catfish, use that technique, because apparently it's pretty effective. That's pretty genius, whoever figured that out. Yeah. Give them props. Yeah, that's science going in there. Yeah, so 
you know, if you're ever going catfish hunting, <laughs> you know, try that technique. Catfish hunting. Yeah. Catfishing. Well, and, uh, well, you know, you can call it fishing, but really you're hunting in your own way because you're actually going into a hole okay. and grabbing it. I, I like to that. think there. And you're trying to attract them. Sure. Um, did you see, uh, well, Todd Frazier's complaining to the New Jersey governor that wild turkeys are ravaging his neighborhood? <laughs> Yeah, apparently he said they've came close to harming his family and friends, they've ruined his car, and trashed his yard. <laughs> now, I turkeys are mean. Mm-hmm. Like, they're, they'll stalk you mm-hmm. if you get too close. They'll track you down. They're like geese. You know, I don't know what it is with big birds, but uh, they're pretty intense people. So I... Uh, Beware of turkeys, and apparently Todd Frazier's having a lot of problems in his well, neighborhood. Well, Thanksgiving's coming up. Yeah, so he's got some, you know, he can go turkey hunting, you know, catfish hunting, turkey hunting. It, it works pretty well. It was still Chris Christie, I think, that he would have had that problem solved. Probably. Because Chris Christie, I believe, loves turkey. Yeah. I think he does. And a bunch of other things. And I have no idea who's the New Jersey governor right now anyway. I don't know he was elected recently. Not but, nearly uh, as interesting as Chris Christie was. For better or for worse, Chris Christie was pretty interesting. <laughs> he was a character. Um, did you see the, what the Heat did with uh, Deion Waters? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for those who don't know, he was suspended 10 games for having a panic attack on a flight after consuming a THC edible. <laughs> Basically, it was a weed gummy, as somebody <laughs> called it. He had a complete panic attack. I guess he missed the game before because he had a stomach ache, mm-hmm. and he seeked relief from an unfamiliar edible and ended up being a THC-laced gummy. Do you buy that? I don't, <laughs> but I think it's hilarious. It is hilarious. <laughs> that someone wigged out <laughs> for a gummy. <laughs> It's not like it's not like he had LSD. Like how big was this gummy? And like, was it was it a bear? Was it a worm? Yeah. Was it like one of those little lifesavers? I Ooh. like those lifesaver gummies. I haven't had them in a while, but I like them. Were they sour worms? Ooh. I mean, I imagine that's going to play a role. Are you a big sour candy guy? My wife isn't, but I actually like sour candy. I think okay. it's kind of fun. Like lemon drops, stuff like that? I like lemon drops. I like sour gummy worms, you know, stuff like that. How about warheads? Do you go I'm not a warhead. No, that's a little too far. That's a little too much. Um, just bad experience with that. I also don't do atomic fireballs. Bad experience with a warhead. Yeah, I got one that was, like, really exotically flavored, mm-hmm. and I ended up, like, spitting it out as soon as I ate it. So, um, not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. But... I might end with this one. The Regina Pats. Um, the uh, hockey. Who? The Regina Pats. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Regina. Clarify <laughs> <laughs> that on Saskatchewan. Um, had a game end because someone had drilled a hole for the peg in the net and drilled way too far and hit a pipe, oh, no. which leaked all over the went rink behind the net, <laughs> and it basically looks like a gigantic urine stain. <laughs> And uh, so the game got postponed simply because of poor construction. When I was in the USHL during my three years with the Sioux City Musketeers, that actually happened when we had a game at Green Bay. The game was like postponed for like three days. Three extra days. Three extra days to clear it out. You know, i got time for two more, so we'll yeah. do a... Uh, you know what the Bills do? Bills fans, you know, they Bill try Flavia. to, yeah, they leap through tables and try to do crazy antics. Well, apparently a Browns fan tried to imitate it, Jeez. and the lady, I love the clip, because she leaps off thinking she's going to crash through the table, doesn't, 
bounces off, does a flip off of it. Like, you know, you, you like, there's like a stunt that went completely wrong. And I'm just like, you know, you, you got to be able to, you have to have done this before. You have to have rigged the table. You like what they do in the WWE? Mm. They make it weak. Right. It's a weak table in the middle, so it smashes. So you, you like to think some of their Bills Mafia stuff is rigged. Uh, this lady did not do that, and it ended badly for her. Um, what would you do if for your team to win a championship? Would you go really weird? Like, would you go do something consecutively? Like Mike Vrabel weird? Yeah. <laughs> like, I would never do that. I would never pull a Mike Vrabel to win a championship. Depends which team. Like, I've already seen three Penguin Stanley Cups in my lifetime. Believe me, I'd like to see another. I'd like to see it again this year, but I don't know. I don't know if it will. But Notre Dame, that's a whole different story. Like, I'd be a lot more desperate for a Notre Dame championship than I would. I'm assuming assuming for football. For football. Yeah, because apparently a Canadian football fan, not sure what team, has refused to wear pants until his team wins the Grey Cup. Oh, my gosh. It's been 18 years. Oh, no. (laughs) So, like, is it exclusively pants or shorts as well? Or I, I think it's specifically pants. So, I mean, I think... And he it, lives in Canada. Yeah. So, I'm not sure what team it was. I just fl- I just got this, you know, like, found it searching, so I didn't really have time to research it too much. But the Grey Cup is in a couple weeks. The mm-hmm. the conference, cha- the divisional championships are this weekend. And a new uh, former receiver, Marcus Tucker, is competing for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Yes, and if, if they win their game, they move on to the Grey Cup. But would you do something that extreme? Would I not wear pants? Like, only wear shorts? <laughs> um... <laughs> You know, living in the Upper Peninsula, that's that's tough. Um, yeah, for Notre Dame to win a football championship, maybe I'll you do might that. do that. Like, if I knew I could guarantee Notre Dame would win a championship if I went a year without wearing pants, I could only wear shorts at max. I'd probably do that, but just like as a protest, not having any kind of guarantee. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's no way he's gonna actually know what's going to happen. You know, it's mm-hmm. like. This guy's taking a huge risk. Not as much of a risk when people get tattoos, no. you know, of Super Bowl champs or anything, but uh, that guy's going to be very cold. By the way, I just looked this up. It's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. That's okay. His team. So he's a Winnipeg fan. Well, they're and still in the, it's pretty darn cold in Winnipeg. Well, they're still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So he's still, this is the year. Maybe he still has hope. They, they need to win two more games. You think that's going to feel weird wearing pants for the first time in 18 years? I imagine that'll be a new experience for him. <laughs> Because it'll be like, hey, I haven't done this in a long time. <laughs> like, a, like a new sensation in a way. Like, hey, I can be warm now. Our <laughs> legs are just burning up. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm sure he's looking forward to it. But uh, the dedication out of that guy, man. That's impressive. Yeah. Give him that. that's, that's pretty impressive. In Winnipeg. In Winnipeg. I tell you what else to look forward to. Hockey tonight, Northern Michigan taking on Alaska. And Ryan's got to get over there, so we'll say goodbye to him. Plus, it's 5 o'clock. Appreciate you being here, as always. <laughs> yeah. What do you have coming out here this week? Well, the recaps, of course. <laughs> we'll come up, you know, Friday's recap for uh, hockey, for uh, the hockey game will be in Saturday's paper. And my column, which I'm talking about, like, heroes and villains and sports. And that's that could be kind of interesting. All right. Be on the lookout for that. I'm excited to see that one. Yeah. Who's the villain in sports? I have an idea, and we could do a segment on this, but we'll save it. Okay. We'll discuss the column next week. Okay, sure. That's it for us. Signing off for Ryan Stieg. I'm Tanner Hoops on ESPN-UP, WZAM, Ishpeming Marquette.